looking to reduce your energy bills, Global Eco Energy install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers with a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage and air source heat pumps. We offer bespoke solutions for a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk and quote Solar 10 for 10% off your installation. Available until 30th September 2023. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. For the best customer service, call 0800 233 5788. Let's go! Well, what a night last night. Rangers in Cyprus and one of the poorest results ever in Europe. Just the night after Celtic, that sucker punched right at the end against Lazio. So no points for Celtic. But last night, Rangers under Stephen Davis in temporary charge went to Cyprus Two goals down, then they got one back. Craig Moore's here, John Hartson's here, so we've got the top two. Give us a call, 0808 17 17 700. Craig, in the blue corner, first of all, what about last night? How bad was that? Paul, I've got to be really, really honest. Um, I think that's the worst I've seen uh, in, in yeah. terms of uh, my my memories, and I'm talking about playing days, supporting and, and, and understanding the club at top, top level. That was as poor as I've seen. Um the way when things aren't going well, the start is is everything. There was no start. It was the first 15, 20 minutes, um, absolutely at sixes and sevens, and it didn't get any better. It really didn't. So, again, I think Rangers, in terms of confidence, is clear to see that it's at rock bottom. Mm. It really is. Um, and we we know obviously there's a lot of discussions going on about who, who who's going to be next and all that sort of stuff. I think after last night's performance. Um, I think I think that things would be accelerated, uh, and and Rangers would be working extremely hard to try and work through things because clearly signs uh, of a, of the squad um, and 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 its well as well being in terms of confidence and being able to go out and win football matches is is at a, the the lowest of lows at the moment. It's devoid of confidence that squad just now, isn't it? And Stephen Davis in there. Normally you get a bit of a bounce or whatever. John Harson, you saw two very different games. We'll speak Celtic in a moment or two. We talked about it a lot last night. Um, I bet you couldn't believe it at the end with that uh, the sucker punch, the goal right at the end. But what about Rangers last night? What do you feel when they've gone there and lost two one? Well, it's clearly you know the the the, the managers can't get a tune out of the players. It's clearly that the players are not as good maybe as they think they are. Uh, Michael Beale brought 10 players in. None of them have really hit the ground running. None of them have really showed their capabilities. Fits and starts mm-hmm. here and there. Um, another another manager comes in and all of a sudden he, he goes, you know, this is not my team. Uh, I, I, I want to bring in my own players. Are Rangers in the position to do that? They'll need to bring a manager in fairly soon because, you know, the other night it's clearly that Stephen... I know it's only one game, but the, the the players are just not performing, Paul. You know, that that's the bottom line. Sometimes you look at the team and the squad and you think, well, you can put them in all sorts of formations. You can try and get them going before games. You can get the dressing room going, but if there's no real quality you know, to go and score goals and to create chances, then, you know, you're in a difficult situation. I see the headlines today, there's rubbish as mentioned. You don't often hear this kind of talk, Craig. It gives me no pleasure saying it. Uh, Andy Devlin in the Sun saying, even the legend that is Pep Guardiola mm-hmm. would struggle to sort this mess. Mm. Is it that bad or it, uh, is it a great opportunity for somebody to come in? Do they have a squad that is going to challenge because there's going to be no window for three months yeah, and they've yeah. spent a bundle? Look... 
I think the squad can be improved, even with the the current group of of players, and and I think that that comes with um, clear messaging, um, standards, uh, and and working ever ever so hard. Look, I understand in terms of the confidence issue. I went through it myself, Paul, as a player for twelve months, where it was really really hard to 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 get back to some kind of form to 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 get into the the better books of the Rangers supporters. It's really really tough. At the moment, though, you've got not one player. You've got you've really got too many uh, that are that are at that rock bottom position at the moment. Apart from but, the keeper, sorry. Yeah. But Butland, Butland. He's been excellent. He, he looks as if he's a yeah. if he is a, a leader and and has something about him. Um, so he's been a very very good signing. It's, it's, it's difficult, but Pep Guardiola or, or any any manager can come in uh, and I think still make improvements. But it, it, it's it's gradual. The window, how much business could be done? We, sure. Look, we don't know. Who's going to be Frank Lampard? We think has been interviewed. So too has Kevin Muscat and some others as well. Derek McInnes's name is in there. I don't think there's been an interview. Who else? What do you think, Rangers fans? Oh eight, oh eight, seventeen, seventeen, seven hundred, and Celtic fans. What do you feel? I think to a man and woman, they were saying that was a magnificent performance by Celtic, maybe naive right at the end, but it was a sucker punch. John, we'll talk about it in a moment or two, but Paul is on the line, a big Rangers fan. Paul, good evening, you're right through to the guys. What do you say after last night? Oh, hi, Paul. Because, uh, first of all, yep. just a pleasure to be on the show again. And, uh, great to be on. Just before I make my point, I just want to say, uh, sorry, just fine, absolutely disgusted and disgruntled, but... It puts life in perspective. So I just want to say, you know, I'm thinking of Alex Ferguson, obviously his wife passed away, yeah. and also yes. yeah. Michael Moles. Michael Moles yeah. also. Yeah. Michael, of course, had an operation, so we wish him, I know there's a thumbs up from him, that's great. And of course, Lady Cathy Ferguson yes. has died at the age of 84, which we've been talking about uh, on the news, and it's so sad. You know, they married a young couple back in 1967, and uh, she was his rock. So well said, Paul, and everyone here uh, echoes those comments. Yeah, it just makes you think. Um, yeah. uh, listen, uh, it's just becoming a nightmare. Um, in hindsight, I think there was red flags when I think back on it now. I mean, decisions to put Hadji away. Um, I always said Scott Arfield, I thought it was a bad mistake letting a guy go. I think he still had a few years on him. Yeah. And that, so did he. Back, I think that's been red flags. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, uh, uh, and I just, I'm, now, I'm now lost, and I think I just wanted to kind of make a couple of points as well and just say, I know I've probably been you've let me on your show and you've been good enough to let me on your show a while back, but I think the the support are now kind of coming to the to the same fall. And I'm getting I feel there's more and more fans saying the same thing. But James Tavenier, I thought, looked a guy out just completely deflated. Um I don't think we're doing them how many favours. I think someone has to make a decision and say, Look, James, something needs to happen there because it for Steve Davis, I I love Steve Davis and no, I think he's a legend in the club and he's learned off people like Walter Smith to badly let him down. But you know what? Davis and Alex Ray are basically full guys here. The board, can you blame James Bisco for that? Absolutely not, because at the day, Michael Beale was signed up by yeah. the previous regime. Sure. And I think it's an absolute mess. And I really don't know where we go from this, to be honest. I that, really don't. That's what we're going to try and find out tonight. What do you think? What's the way forward? And, you know, you mentioned James Tavenier and he's had it in the neck. But, I mean, he, he, was he any worse last night than Conor Goldson or Ben Davies or Nico Raskin or Scott Wright or Sam Lammers or Cyril Desers? It's not just your captain. Uh, Lundstrom? No, but he's... Oh, Lundstrom. I mean, the goal. 
one of the goals yeah so but he does get it in the neck and I, I respect what you're saying there I know you're Tavernier but that's just part of it who's going to grip this at the club um, we think it's going to be an early-ish appointment they can't rush it though can they but it's not as if they can say oh last night we won 3-0 or whatever yeah, yeah. Uh, in Limassol let's get the St Mirren game uh, on yeah, Sunday which, which is again now is a, is a, is a massive game because again European football is is on the back of um, success domestically. Okay, Champions League is for the winners. We know that. But even you know the the, the Europa uh, brings in good finances to the football club. But what gets you there is, is your domestic football. And 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 Rangers need to get back. Very very tough game away to to St Mirren who are in fine form. And it's a game that they have to try and find a way to to win. Paul and but I think clearly there there needs to be again a, a, a change. I guess in in personnel and. The performance last night, you know, very, very, very tough for, for Steve Davis and his team to, to come in, uh, in 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 these conditions. But I think also he's going to have to show that he's going to be have to like show that he's brave enough to to make some changes to the starting eleven on on Sunday. It's it's needed. Um, what that will look like, who knows? But we're going to find out from you in the next thirty minutes. I would hope. <laughs> I mean, Paul makes a good point, John. About, for yeah. example, um, Hadji is gone. Yeah. Scott Arfield. People are crying out Chorlak. for Scott Arfield. Cholak is the big one. But- Cholak is 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 now. When you think back, John, and you you know being a striker yeah. as as yeah. well, it's someone someone that scored yeah. scored goals. Mm-hmm. He scored uh, uh, you know I think eighteen odd goals or something yeah. last season. He was also injured for a period of time. Uh, and therefore struggled when he come back, but he he found how to hit the ground running, which is what you need when players go to to Rangers, uh, in particular Celtic. Also, big big club players that can come in and hit the ground running. Yeah. Chorlick, Chorlick managed to to do that. So look, a strange one that um, you, you know he was let go. You look at Fashion Sakala. Look, he was obviously not uh, you know yeah. great pace. Uh, and certainly caused a lot of problems. Played a game with a smile on the face. You can never get angry with the guy. Did he yeah. score enough goals? I think that was probably the only criticism you would have of Fashion mm. Sakala. Mm. But he had pace and you don't have pace now. He really, had pace. You? And, and you know what? See, when I uh, and Paul, um, the game last night, what stood out to me really, really uh, quite significantly in the first 15, 20 minutes was that as good or as bad as artists were, they worked hard, mm-hmm. they had great energy, and they had pace, and 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 this caused Rangers absolutely all sorts of problems. The flip side of that, you say, where has that been, and where is that in in the Rangers team? Because it, it's been lacking. And like I said, that that pace and that ability in the modern day game of football to get about the field, that needs to be improved upon. Yeah. Also, the board have to take some responsibility here, because Michael Beale was appointed. And and everybody at Rangers thought this is the man to topple Celtic. Now he brings in ten players, and it's only the goalkeeper Butland, yeah. who's really got pass marks. Other players have done okay here and there, but not really showed that they're top players. Um, and for me, it's like, well, it's okay saying well the players are not up, not up to it. So they appointed Michael Beale. Yeah. I couldn't get rid of him. You know, every, every, after four or five games, you could almost see he's, he's, he's not the man here. You know, so everybody's saying about the players and the managers and this, that, and the other. Who appoints the managers? Yeah, sure. The box stops with the board, what, what, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And they keep their jobs. Mm. They have to make Rangers have to make sure after Stephen Davis and Alec Ray, however long they get, they have to make sure they get it right the next time. 
do you do Gillis? Mm. And Michael Beale was never qualified for this job. He'd be an assistant manager, right, to Stephen Jarrett. They said he was a good coach. Plenty of good coaches mm. out there. Gary McAllister was assistant yeah, as well. Loads yeah. of good coaches sure. out there. Yeah. Right, and then he goes to QPR, does okay, wins initially, and then he loses a load of games. He says he turned the Wolves job down. Whether that was correct or not, I don't know. And then he comes to Rangers. He's got an open checkbook. He doesn't buy the right players. For, still, for me, I, I didn't really know what his system was. When when Rangers go go on the pitch, it, it chops and change every other way. There's, there's no consistency with the team, and it's led to him getting the sack. And Rangers have had to pay him a lot of money to get rid of him. And now the new manager is going to want his own players. So I'm just saying the board and the hierarchy and the recruitment team they have to take some responsibility for appointing Michael Beer and allowing him to spend this money on new players. And the players haven't been good enough. Who advises think, the board? Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but um, I can't disagree with all the, th- all, all the things you've said there in, in terms of... Look, the bigger picture of a football club, mm-hmm. right? The one key word that I know that within um, Rangers Football Club needs to be improved and that they're, they're looking at is, is leadership. Is leadership, John, and and with leadership, you know, even as a manager, if you're a leader, then what you see out in the field is normally an extension of that, right? Yep. And and it be- and it becomes very very clear. Uh, and also then in the you know the other parts off the field yep. in the club and all that, leadership is crucial. Do you not need the man who brought in Walter Smith, Graham Sinnis? Yeah. Get Sinnis. Remember yeah. we talked about it yeah. on Tuesday night. You're in great form as a kind of general manager. Call it what you like. I mean, I know there's recruitment, they've got the, uh, could be football the digital advisor, recruitment, all exactly. could, could be general manager, yeah. bring him in. Are Rangers but, worried about bringing a big character in? Don't know. Somebody but, who will actually sure. tell them what to do mm-hmm. and who, who, whatever he says, whatever he wants, uh, he'll try and make sure he gets it. But he's got uh, Rangers at heart, as you know. Absolutely. He's respected. But they, Michael Beale's got Rangers at heart. Sure, but he, he didn't have the experience. Uh, absolutely. Paul, but, you know. on the line, you go to the games. Right, who do you want as manager? Do you know? I, I, I've been chopping changing, Paul, but the more I think about yeah. it, I've been listening to a lot of fans phoning in, okay. reading up and things like yeah. that, and I think we certainly miss, like you're talking there, a Sunnis type kind of guy. But here's a couple of names I was thinking, see what you guys think. Who's your number one? One uh, is between McCoyst or Billy Davies. Oh, and I'm, are you serious? The reason why, yeah. Well, the reason I'm thinking McCoyst is he came in he, look, he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. The last time he came over, wrong board and everything else. Now we've got a better, a more, I suppose, a, a, a clearer system. If you want to say that, better people on the board. Um, and I think maybe he can come out of darkest hour we're sitting in now. The other one I'm thinking with Bailey, Bailey Davis is a, a great track record. I know he's been out the game for a while, but sure. nine years. You can't argue with his background. Okay, and listen, Ali McCoy's one of the all-time great Rangers players, top scorer, amazing guy. Um, but it's such a tough time, and he did. Well, what he, he won it? What he won it? Well, the way that he was treated before, he was almost sure. kicked out of the club, banned yep. from the club, mm. told to stay away, get on gardening leave, and Ali's doing so yep. well in the sure. media. You know, yep. what do you what do you want the pressure? I know he's got Rangers running through his veins, but I think he's doing brilliant. He's just signed a, a deal with TNT. Yeah. He's on Talk Sport. Sure. He's busier than you, Paul. <laughs> he's on every station. By quite a mile. The one man, Paul. Yeah. yeah. The one man I think would possibly do really well and he's a leader is Derek McInnes okay Derek McInnes would organise he's currently in the game he's at a club where 
his hands are tied. He can, he can only do so much at Kilmarnock. You know, we got them promoted. Um, he won at Aberdeen. You know, he yeah. got to finals. And, he's beaten know, Rangers Celtic this season. Beaten nemesis, Celtic. Wasn't sure. it? They got the cup finals. Right. But, they were up against. but for me, I think okay. Derek could do a great job at well, Rangers. Well, guess who's on the line? It's Derek. <laughs> good evening, Derek. Hey, good evening, Paul. Good evening, panel. Hi, Derek. Derek. It's not Derek McInnes. It's Derek <laughs> who called in a few nights ago. Derek, what do you think? Where do you start? Nice to see John Harrison change his tune and, and Michael Beale. I remember the night when I was arguing with Barry Ferguson, Jordan decided uh, to try to defend the manager. So nice to see him change his No, 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 no. Uh, That's wrong, Derek. You, <laughs> called, you called Barry a cheerleader. And I don't think Barry is a cheerleader. And I actually stuck up for the man next to me. And, and I thought that was a little bit harsh because Barry is very balanced. He'll criticise Rangers. He'll do the same at Celtic and we all come on here trying to give our opinions. We don't always get it right. Yeah. You know, we, we sometimes, um, you know, but that you didn't say that. You, you know, you said that Barry's a cheerleader and I totally disagreed with that, Derek. All right, Derek. As is that, as is that night, John, uh, Michael Bill should be sacked and you disagreed with me. But that's mm. not my point. I did actually, mate. Yeah, you ball, were right. You were uh, right, yeah. Uh, do you think the board's totally out of touch with even interviewing Frank Lampard for the job? That's a good question. I'm going to didn't put I that. Ju- yeah. Didn't I just say the board yeah. have to take responsibility, Derek? Sure. But what about Frank Lampard, Craig Moore? What do you feel? I mean, huge name, fantastic player. He's not got the track record though in management. Again, I think what what Rangers will decide, and it will be Rangers that will decide what they what they want. It's it's Frank Lampard is a huge name. Absolutely, what a fantastic player he was. My, my, my thing is you're not signing a player, you're signing a manager and, and therefore what, what are the merits on, on then um, that particular manager and, and Frank and, and other people? And it's about, it's about winning. It's about winning and, and, and therefore I kind of think that with, with, with Frank, um, it's, 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 it sounds and, and seems and feels a little bit like Steven Gerrard situation. Now I know Steven Gerrard coming eventually uh, won, the, won the title at Rangers. Um, so I can see the reasoning uh, why people are getting behind it. Uh, it's it's met mixed reaction, Derek. Uh, I think in terms of Lampard, in, in, in what I'm hearing within Glasgow, that I'm probably hearing more people against than for. Um, it's a really really tough job for for the club, um, and and whatever process they're going through, there's going to be so many people that as 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 rock bottom as I believe it is right now that are still going to want this job. Yeah. Derek, Derek who, who's your choice then? Come on, you got all, everything yeah, to yeah. say. You're criticising. Well, that's what the phone is about. Yeah, he's Come on, Derek, who, who yeah. do you want the next manager of Rangers? I, I see you that night. I, I think I would maybe remember John. This is Graham Potter. He's out of the equation now, but mm. you know, Kevin Muscat or Derek McKinnon for me. Yeah. Mm. And mm. which of the mm. two would you go then, Muscat or McKinnon? Kevin Muscat would be my number one choice. Now. Okay. Uh, obviously, we can't get Potter. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, uh, but Gary uh, McKinnon has been by a safe pair of hands, goes the inside out, playing for the club, mm-hmm. has won trophies, punching above his weight, probably Kilmarnock, given by a safe pair of hands. But uh, uh, it's like you've got too many Facebook managers thinking they know all, and you, you can't really just Frank Lampard in the past and with what he would do. But I, I think it would be another Michael Beeler point when the fans are probably 60 40 against Lampard. And one, one or two defeats, and the fans would be right on top of him. I, I, think, yeah. I, think, I think Derek McInnes knows the league. 
he knows the expectations. He's been sure there does. as a player. He's won yeah. there as a player. And, and, yeah. and uh, listen, good shape. I, I shouldn't yeah. listen. I'm, I'm, He's I'm a great local shout. But yeah. Derek McInnes, I think, would would be would be your man. Yeah. I know um, some Rangers fans feel he was offered it before he didn't take it yeah, and hear people sometimes that, that sometimes that, yeah. that can be yeah. something that can hurt you for well, the rest of your say, days was Rangers yeah. in the second division at the time or, or no, no, the no, no no they were top flight uh, they were back top up flight. top oh, flight really? the, the, the thing is John the, the board was in turmoil in those days it was different ownership the, the right. white date was good the green by then wasn't it Craig what do you reckon and you did speak about Kevin Muscat the other day and he's a winner and I know you're close with him you declared it the other day we know that but let's not dismiss him well you can't you can't. He's and Rangers a, he, are not. He, 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 no, yeah. he's a, he's an obvious an obvious candidate for 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 this role. And and Derek, what, what Derek you bring? said it. Sorry, Derek, you said an interesting word in terms of uh, punching, punching above your weight. I tell you what, if Derek McInnes is punching above his weight at Kilmarnock, Kevin Musket at Yokohama Marinos, ninth biggest mid-table budget, mid-table budget, he finishes first last season. He wins the Super Cup, so he's done the double. Uh, the club's never ever done that it's before. It's standard like the no, Australian uh, league. Uh, uh, we're not talking; it's a yeah, J- Japanese, it's Japanese league. Japanese yeah. league sorry. I'm going to be very, very honest here as well, and, and might put people, listeners, okay. offside. It's a better league than, than than the Scottish Premier League. There's no doubt about that, John. There's mm-hmm. 18 teams. Okay, I'm going to just ask. 18, yeah. 18 teams potentially. Yeah. If Vissel Kobe win the league this season and they're four points clear, mm-hmm. that would mean in the last 10 years there's been six different title winners. Mm-hmm. Like seven teams, teams, teams yeah. 18, 17, 16 beat one, two, three every weekend. And it was good for us. It's, it's not a yeah. two horse race. Nope. It, this is sure. a highly competitive. But whoever it is, yeah. is coming in to challenge Celtic on a crest of a wave sure. with, a, with a brilliant manager, with a yeah. great squad of players. Sure. It's going to be difficult. Whoever it, to, but one thing about Derek McInnes, right? Yeah. He'll be desperate to have it mm-hmm. and he'll want to give it everything. Derek, last word to you. Uh, you said about uh, Frank Lampard, Craig, Stephen yep. uh, Gerrard. Uh, Frank Lampard would get three years at Rangers to win a trophy. That's a guarantee. Absolutely. This manager will not get long. The pressure will be right on top of you from the one goal. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, 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 I agree. It's a very I mean, valid point, Derek, isn't it? it's a great point sure. because, look, look. I mean, you're, you know, the supporters are now, uh, they're ropeable, aren't they? They, yeah. you know, they, they, they need to see better. They deserve to see better. Whoever gets the opportunity um, is going to is going to hopefully be able to um, ease the concerns and and potentially win a trophy. Derek, you know, I mean, I'm not not writing off Hearts and what sort of stuff, but there's a semi final against Hearts in the cup, um, and, and and therefore an early opportunity come early part of December to to win a trophy. That's a great opportunity for any manager coming in, and they'll have to improve big time from what they delivered last night in Cyprus. Derek, thanks for the call. Cheers, Derek. Cheers. Derek. Right, Cheers. Cheers, Derek. You rumbled it up a bit there, but you answered him well. And then he came back, and I heard you saying as well, "Yeah, you were right on that one." So it's great. that's what it's about. Yeah. It's debate, course, isn't it? We respect what course. people say. Listen, and thank I you, Paul, earlier as well. Every yep. week, and he's indeed. not here. No, absolutely, of course not. Craig, no. Craig no. might be, but Barry's not. <laughs> oh, how do I look? <laughs> the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. They pride themselves on honesty, integrity, quality, and workmanship. Let's go. Firstly, I've got to take some responsibility. Um, as I say, it was a really disappointing night. I think in the first half we kept trying to play in the middle of the pitch. It wasn't wasn't really on, and we're getting uh, counterattacked from that. And they were good in the transitions with the pace they had up front, and it causes problems all night with that. Obviously, whenever you go behind the second half, you, you do have to throw a little bit of caution to the wind at a certain point. Um, we try to simplify the game really in terms of going putting Kamar on there and. 
trying to get the ball in behind them or get it wide and cross into the box. And ultimately, we didn't do enough to, to take some from the game. But in terms of the effort for the players, I thought thought they really kept trying to go to the, to the end. And in terms of the energy they put into it, um, I couldn't have asked for any more from from that respect. Stephen Davis, a baptism of fire as the interim manager of Rangers last night in the heat at Cyprus. Actually, it wasn't too bad last night, was it? But it was. Yeah, uh, I think he's been a bit harsh on himself. You think, there. John? Yeah, I think yeah. so because all he can do is put a team out. Sure. All he can do is, is is pick a similar team to what Rangers have been playing. He's maybe, limited maybe to what he can do. Yeah, and then it's down to the players to to go away from home to uh, to. to um, to Limassol and, and produce a performance and produce a result do it for the new management team because they'd won two or three they'd won they, they, I wouldn't have thought they could be considered long term but they'd won a couple of games in charge and by winning games all of a sudden it takes a bit of pressure off in terms of appointing a new manager now they're going to be almost desperate to get somebody in now 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. You know the voices. It's Craig Moore and a moment ago, John Hartson. We're going to hear from Brendan Rodgers in a moment or two, speaking ahead of the game tomorrow. Kilmarnock back in town. Celtic seven points clear of Rangers, uh, but St Mirren in second position, of course, and that game is on Sunday. And of course, we've got Hearts, we've got the Edinburgh Derby, Hearts Hebs this weekend. John, right, take us back to 10 o'clock the other night. So it's 1-1, one, one, virtually yeah. the last kick of the ball. Mm. Everyone's thinking, can Celtic get, get a goal? Yeah? yeah. And suddenly, you know what happened. How did you feel about it? I thought they, I thought they, it was a right killer blow. Um, I thought Lazio were backs to the wall stuff. Celtic dominated the second half. They were on the front foot. They had a real, real go. Um, Throwing players forward. The Palmer goal was a wonderful goal. Cuts inside, but unfortunately, Maeda gets the slightest of touches. He hasn't really got to get a touch on it, but he doesn't know Palmer is behind him. If, if it just goes past him, it's a wonderful goal. The goal's given. Slightly unlucky, but it was the, it was the right call. You were willing the camera not to catch it. Because yeah. you thought it was. <laughs> you could hear it. John Hart's in there. I was, I you was. Yeah, I'm just getting too excited. <laughs> but but um, I thought Hitati was forearm smashed in the face. He was. Uh, uh, why that's not even gone to VAR, just what? to have a little look. Why is that? And Duke get battered I, last I, night as well. I really don't Referee know. But um, it, yeah. the goal was brilliant. Yeah. You know, the passing from Maeda, the running, the pass mm. into Matt O'Reilly, the, the touch the into Kyogo's. The it, it, pass. Kyogo's not even got a break his stride. Mm, yeah. It was exquisite. Brilliant from Matt O'Reilly. But he can do that. He's got great touch, guile. He's got all them things about him. So I thought they were very unlucky. And then to get done, then... With a counter, you know, the 90 minutes were up, it was time added yeah. on. It's a brilliant ball in from Guendouzi and then Pedro's, you know, is leaning back. Right header. It's a brilliant, brilliant right header. header straight over Joe Hart. But I thought, Celtic had a real go. And all right, mm -hmm. they got done right at the end, but I'm sure Brendan Rodgers would have wanted to go and win the game. The mm -hmm. players did go and try and win it. There's a saying that if you don't win it, make sure you don't lose it. But... Um, you know, I think the draw probably would have suited Lazio um, in terms of the way that Celtic played in the second half. I thought they were outstanding. They had a real, really good goal. A couple of good positives for the team as well. Um, I, I thought um, Palmer was very good. Like, look I, of him. I, I think yep. he needs a little run in the team. Mm. He gives you something different. And it was great to see um, Cameron Carter-Vickers come back from injury because he'll give you something. It's just a case of now... 
who he partners him with when the other yeah. two come mm-hmm. back. Because Does he come person, back in and start now? Yeah. Is that him back? Well, I think so. Can you hold that for a moment or two? Because that's a great point we want to come to with both of you. Let's hear Brendan Rodgers today speaking about the game the other night. Listen, we, we don't concede that goal in the last minute. Then it's a really positive night for us. You know, we should win the game, but okay, we, we draw, but... And I think that's a, a continuation of how the players are developing and working. So, um, so I can't forget that, and uh, and I won't forget it. We're uh, the pleasure that we have at this current moment are um, are working very hard, and uh, we'll we'll be ready for the weekend to, to to show our quality and show that mentality again. Guys, so you were saying there, Liam Scales. I think we're yeah. about to turn to. So nobody expected him to be at Celtic. Everyone thought he would be back at Aberdeen where he was on loan. But how good is he doing? Craig, as a defender, yeah. what do you see when you watch Liam Skills this season? I see honesty. I see honesty. I see a, a, a competitor. Uh, I see somebody that um, good, bad, or indifferent. I don't think he's going to let people down. You know, he, he kind of he gets it. He gives it his all. Uh, and and I think he's probably what he's done best. Actually, is uh, it just shows you how quickly football can change. Is out of nowhere he's he's been produced or provided an opportunity. But boy, hasn't he grabbed it? Uh, with both hands, um, so fair play to him. The the Carter Vickers situation yeah. for me is like I says. I mean, we know how important he was uh, and is is going to continue to be for for Celtic. He comes into the game on the back of obviously not a lot of minutes. Mm. He makes an error for the for the goal. He loses the ball in front of the um, the eighteen yard box, which has kind of caused uh, the, the the finish to the game. He'll get better with minutes, but does he now come in and and start off at the back of that? And if he does. Yeah, who is who is the mm-hmm. partner for him? I think probably Liam Scales deserves to be the partner of Carter Vickers. John, yeah, what I Craig's bang on. What what I've seen of Liam Scales, and I've watched Celtic in every game this season. I think he's gone in and he's looked like a seasoned campaigner. He's looked as if he's been in there for a couple of years. He's settled so well. And the other night is he covered he covered for uh, for Greg Taylor so well. Balls over the top. Greg Taylor pushed himself forward, found himself a little bit out of position. Selling lost possession. They broke. Liam Liam's in terms of spotting the danger, mm. which you have to do if you're a centre back, and cover, covered brilliant. Then a couple of them crunching tackles. You got the crowd up. That was brilliant. That's what he used to do. But sometimes got the man as well. You know, <laughs> tried my um, best. But Liam, Liam Scales, honestly, I, I just think you, you got you got Navrovsky, you got Lager Bielka. Mm-hmm. With a young player like that, whether Brendan Rodgers will play him continuously every single game, he might just think of taking him out for one or two games, keep him hungry, keep him, you know, keep him wanting to play, which yep. is a good point, a good good thing to do actually. But in terms of uh, how he's impressed everybody. He, I think a lot of the fans would think, well, it's going to have to be Cameron Carter-Vickers, mm. right side centre-back, Alistair Johnson right back, and he can even go if Nabrowski or Lagerbielka comes mm. back and goes in with uh, Cameron Carter-Vickers, he can even play left-back. Yeah, he can cover for he's Greg got, He's got a great presence. Sure. Yep. He's brilliant. The other night, what I liked as well, there was nothing on what he did, Paul. He just went forward with the ball. Mm confidence do you know what I mean and then he fizzes it when he passes the ball he's a really good passer of the ball left sided which is ideal he can play out there so um, yeah I I think on, on the evidence of how he's played then I think he partners Carter Vickers that is that is my opinion 
but it was still a defeat the other night, albeit it was cruel for oh. Celtic. And this time last year, they had a Gikamakis. So if Kyogo later in the game, I know they're different kinds of players. Yeah. They don't have someone as good as him. Oh, it's a work in progress. Mm -hmm. Johnny, you surprised that your old club don't have somebody ready to be that other striker? I'm, I'm sure they've, they've, they've looked at uh, somebody with a, a physical presence. Remember, O was already there. Um, you, you do worry if if uh, if Kyogo was yeah. was to get a knock yeah. or miss some games because he's he's scoring for fun for them at the minute um, and he's a he's a he's a brilliant centre forward the way that he runs in behind darts in sure. behind you know stays on side he's fantastic but yeah you, you would worry if anything was to happen to him that they've they've not got another another option if you like through the yeah. middle but um, the way Celtic play though in terms of passing it. Into feet movement, you know things like this, angles, space, um, and the ball. The goal the other night was exquisite, wasn't it? What's For the sure. finish? Yeah, yeah. that was top. But the, it's, it's, it is strange that they don't have that. Like it says, Maeda can play through the middle, but he's not a striker. No, he's it's, not a striker. It's erratic, yeah. isn't it? You don't know where is the ball going to end up. I think sometimes, Craig. I don't know. What you think. I think sometimes they lose the ball in the middle of the park because they don't have that focal point. You know when, because yeah. Taylor is such an appreciative player, so is Johnson. They don't just want to lump it up to Kyogo, yeah. because the centre half is always going to be the favourite. Yeah. So sometimes what they'll try and do, they'll have a look. They'll think, oh, it's not on. I, I can't, I can't just smack it up the field yeah. and lump it, and I've got nobody else to hit. So I'll try and I'll try and be clever, make a little pass through the middle, and sometimes that's when it goes a little mm. bit awry. Because they haven't got that 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 yeah. focal point, if you like, that that more physical presence up top. All you have to do then is maybe come short and then spin in behind. But you're talking when they're in their own final third. That's it's not not an easy ball to play. But they've got cash in the attic. Oh, they yeah, should, and uh, they yeah. need another striker. They definitely need another striker. Yeah. I mean, we kind of you know at the start of the season, uh, and John, you would have been one of them, um, which I which I do remember in terms of you know you look at the I guess the spine of the team. I think the goalkeeper scenario was always not that Joe Hart's a fantastic goalkeeper, mm. but in terms of progression, I think for Celtic, yeah. um, definitely a second striker for, for Kyogo because he's amazing, but what if? And, and <laughs> was it the boy from Brighton recently? The what if? It's an interesting one. The what mm. if? Um, is, is actually planning well before what if that you've got players that are ready to step in, and that's proper strategic sure. planning. Yeah. Um, Celtic definitely need another striker. And to be fair, they've had a great. Um, catalogue of stars have come through and they've got someone else behind them but that is an area you'd imagine Brendan Rodgers must so. be saying I, I said it um, it's going to be January three weeks yeah. ago yeah on, yeah on this particular sure. show and you just want that other option yeah of course I mean, as, you were there as, with as, as I mentioned yeah. even from the fullback areas, yeah. even, even if Joe Hart needs to go big yeah. once, if, he's, if he's really under pressure and he can't, he can't go to his fullbacks or either of his centre-backs he might just have to lump it now and again but it's going to come straight back. Mm -hmm. Greg, you were up against them. Yeah. Sutton, Sutton, Hartson, Larson. And by the way, it had to, it kept you very, very honest. Um, some some great battles, but you knew that there was. Look, I mean, Celtic were, were able to play as well, but but when they wanted to be direct, then then though you know those three players in, in particular, Sutton and, and and John, were able to to you know to maybe have that wrestle with, with me as a, as a defender, still be able to get things that popped into the chest. That then they've got. You know, attacking players underneath it, and, and away they went from there. Uh, now Celtic don't have that in their in their armour at this particular time, mm. uh, because they play a different a different style of football. But the, I just want to go quickly back to yeah. in terms of Celtic's improvement or what 
people were talking about, ourselves included, progression from last season Champions League to this season. Because that, that's where you need to see the difference. Yeah. Because in the league, obviously, things are as, yeah. as they have been. How could they improve? And I still think that, that you know, I mean, it was a sucker blow at the, 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 the last kick of the ball or header of the, of the ball in, in the match the other night. But again, it's, it's being punished and, and not putting games to bed. Mm. Uh, and, and, mm. and in the top competition, that costs you. Yeah. Your depth in terms of you're through the spine of the team, massively important. And I, and, I, and I also felt the game against Lazio, especially at home, was, was, was a must-win game for them. And that's not only for potential qualification to, to get through the next stage, that's to stay in Europe. Mm. For sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I think the one thing I'd say, they were a lot better than Feyenoord two weeks before that. They offered more, certainly going forward. Um, second half, other than the goal, I think they looked fairly solid. I think they the looked other all night, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Lazio were almost shocked. Mm. They were like, hold on a minute, where's this come from? I was from? a smash and grab. Yeah, said, think, where, where's, exactly. where's this performance come from, yeah. from Celtic? I think everyone agrees. It, it, it literally was yeah. back to the wall stuff for Lazio. Need to take so a break. They, they've yeah. improved, but Craig is right. You know, the, the, when, they, when they're on the front foot, when they're um, going forward and creating, they need to try and find more goals from somewhere. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. For the best customer service, call 0800 233 5788. Let's go! Big day on today in Glasgow. It's probably finishing around now. It's the Chris Boyd um, committee, the charity. So great day today. Jim White was there. Our own Barry, that's why he's not on tonight, Craig, although it's wonderful I'm to have you as standing, well. Eh, standing, standing. Barry was there this afternoon and uh, Dean Saunders, yeah, your old Welsh mate, Dean. was there, Mark Brilliant. Woody as well. He was talking about you last night. Was he? We were right. We've seen some nice things. Oh, was some great there. stuff <laughs> and great stories about you know the things over the years. I mean, the team you had, the Welsh team, oh, the players, terrible. Rush. Can you believe that team Go. never qualified for the major tournament? Yep. And this team... Yeah. I've, I've qualified for three out of the last four. I know. Give us more names in the team uh, at Southall, that time. Yeah. Ratcliffe, Hughes, Rush, Speed, God rest his soul, Absolutely, Giggs. yeah. Jeez. They're frightening. Amazing. On the line is a Rangers fan. George is on in Bathgate. Good evening, George. <coughs> How you doing, boys? All right? All yeah, right, we're okay. How are you? Absolutely terrible. Hi. Absolutely yeah. terrible. Um, but let's just go, I mean, last night, that's it's not the worst because people keep on saying it's the worst but um, the big boy Dessers I tried my hardest to back them I tried my hardest and I've, I've actually failed with people I've left group chats and everything because, because I just think it's, it's that bad it is that bad uh, but I tried my hardest to back them but the big boy Dessers is never a striker I mean that's like having big France and Daza back up front for us again absolutely shocking the boy at the back Tavernier I came people pick on him but I'm going to pick on him all the night so he's going to take Tavernier <laughs> never a captain and a terrible right back uh, Golson how many chances is that guy going to get? 33 grand a week. How many chances is he going to get? We've got 91 minutes on the clock. You're doing to one to a pub team. And let's know I'm not being disrespectful to him because we shouldn't be getting beat off that team. Um, and you've got Borna Barisic. The ball goes out for a bye kick and he walks away from it. And goalkeeper's got to run 35 years to pick up the ball and see him getting it and knocking it back to him and trying to get back up the park. Um, my point tonight is you've got Steve Davis and no offence to Steve Davis because I think he's an absolute Rolls Royce here a man and a football player yeah. but however you've got uh, Steve Davis uh, and Alec Gray the role of picking the team uh, for the game on Thursday and possibly the game on Sunday as well that's not going to work because that guy's going to have to then go in there and say to uh, Tavernier who's he's probably his mate and Golson who's probably his mate you're not playing on Sunday you're not playing on Sunday 
Um, it's not going to work. What they need to do, they need to stop right now. And just like I said the other night there, Paul, mm-hmm. and I spoke to Barry Ferguson, yeah. they need to get Alex McLeish or get somebody in, get Barry Ferguson, get Craig Moore in, get somebody who's got a bit of, a bit of cojones about them and go in and just say, no, this is no, this is not happening any longer. These are getting dropped out of the team uh, and we've got to either bring young boys in or we've got to give guys a chance. Uh, John Lindstrom should never, ever, ever pull his, um, the tap on for Rangers again. I'm probably one of the worst football players you'll ever see in your life, but I reckon I could do a better job than him in that big desk up front last night. Absolutely shocking. And I'm not going to have a talk here. I can't focus between, well, there's a Rangers fan on going mad for a rant. It's absolutely, is it at that point now where we can't take us any longer? They were absolutely awful last night. Somebody phoned me at half time and said, How do you think it's We'll still beat them. We'll still come in the second half and beat them. But we're absolutely oh. shocking. We're lucky we were out there by 2 1 last night. And so, you, you, you often so. are positive. Can I throw it to Craig yeah, first of, of all? What would you say, as a fellow Rangers fan, a Rangers great? Yeah. What would you say? You can hear how he's hurting. You've nah, spoken to George before. I'm hurt. I'm hurting the same as George. Um, you know, I feel exactly the same pain. I'm watching exactly the same performances. Um, the body language is, is is nowhere near good enough. The urgency, the hunger. I get the the the, the confidence can be low, but there's only one way out of um, confidence issues, and that's by working hard. So that's it. That 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 should be the given and, and the baseline that you have. Um, Val, a really, really good point, George, about, about Davo in terms of the, the interim manager situation. Now, he knows all the players. That's a really, really tough one to, to a position for him to be in to, you know, boys that he's, he's been playing about and, and, and in the dressing room with over the last, yeah. last few seasons. He's still uh, a registered player. You know, and then all of a sudden now you say, listen, uh, you're not playing today. That's a really, really difficult situation to be in. So what about his point, which is, Someone like you, or Barry, or Alec McLeish, or I'll throw in the Graham Sooners. Yeah, well, I'll rule myself out pretty quickly because I don't have the qualifications and it doesn't interest me in terms of coaching. Uh, Now, look, I I, I get the point and the meaning in terms of it's it's basically, it's stopgap, but it's to steady the ship. Yes. That's what you're talking about, George, I think, in terms of those type of people that you've mentioned. But what it it does do, uh, of course, is there's a distance between those decisions um, that, Currently, are probably not uh, the distances here with Davo and the rest of the squad at the moment. Uh, so, look, Sunday's a massive, massive game. They're going to have to make changes. Changes have to be made because um, it's just clear to see that uh, what is in place currently, and that's whether it's your, you know Tavernier and Goldson and and Lundstrom and 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 all the players that are taking a little bit of stick. Uh, there needs to be changes to to, to these positions um, because you need to you need to. If you do, if you do the same all the time, then you're going to get the same results. So there must be change. John, what were you going to say? George, do you want to come back in on that one from Craig first? I 100 percent agree with him, mm-hmm. uh, John. I 100 percent agree. We can't let this go any longer. We can't just say let's wait until Saturday. It's a bit like my. Uh, I'm a supervisor at my work. It's a bit like my manager turning around and saying to me, I'm going to be after a fortnight. Yeah. Uh, will you look after these guys? Mm-hmm. And the guys coming in, I've got to discipline one of them. They're still my guys, so mm-hmm. it's a bit, a bit weird for me to do it. You've got to go out with the club, and I think Alex McLeish would be the man. And mm-hmm. I keep on saying Alex McLeish and Barry Ferguson, Kevin Thompson. There's guys out there that's not involved in the mm-hmm. uh, the club, uh, uh, that close to the club, who could get in there. And they must be sitting up there in that... Um, in the stand and the director's books and looking down and saying, wait a minute here, what's happening? Al McLaren's in every single week. Mm. Go to Al McLaren and say, Al McLaren, what are you watching here? What mm. do you think needs to change here? Because I think it's the exact same 
as everybody else. I'm, I've backed him all the way, John. I've backed him as yeah. much as I possibly could because that's what I do. You, if you're a Rangers supporter, you back your club as much as you can. Mm-hmm. I tried to back Michael Beal, even though I thought he wasn't the right man for the job at the start. Whoever gets the job, you back them. As simple as that. Yeah. But the time's come. We can't take this any longer. No. This is going to have to. George, you know, I'll tell you what happened. Yeah. We'll end up getting beaten Sunday. Yeah, George, do you know, you made the point earlier. I, I just have to bring you back on. Tavernier. Now you're the second caller this evening. We had Paul on, a Rangers fan who comes on most weeks, <clears throat> and he was also um, very disgruntled with with Tavernier. Um, so Tavernier, I can say, he's scored seventy five percent of Rangers' goals over the last three or four years. The lad's got over a hundred goals from right back. So what would you do with him? I know he's getting a really tough time. Do you take him out of the team? Do you take the captaincy off him? Or do you drop him? Where are you on Tavernier? Because there's a lot of Rangers fans not having Tavernier at this moment in time. What, in your opinion, is the main reason for that? And what would you do with him? There's a couple of points in there straight away, right, John? So I, a right-back scoring 100 and however many goals he scored, and that he scored some cracking goals and some important goals. Full team, I think there's always three kicks and penalties. Tavernier mm-hmm. scored, scored some important goals for us, yeah. um, especially in Europe last year for the back post. It was just a thing he was doing. Mm-hmm. I agree with that 100%. Mm-hmm. But let's go back. You're saying 70%. How many goals has Tavernier cost, John? How many goals has he mm-hmm. cost? Mm-hmm. If you put that ratio against the ones he scored in... Yeah. Tavernier's not a right back and he was a right back a few years ago and we got him for 225,000 for Wigan. Fantastic. Yeah. We need a captain in there. We need somebody and let's go back to the game on Sunday. We had the boy Shinny who was the, um, the Aberdeen captain. Yeah. He was running the show. Mm-hmm. He was grabbing the ball. He was getting the yeah. fans going. That's mm-hmm. a captain. Yeah. Barry so that was so a captain. what are you, yeah. you saying? Right, We're okay saying all this about him. He concedes goals. He's not a captain. Mm-hmm. So my my original question, I know I get all that, George. Maybe the idea is to push him further up the field, where he has to take that defensive uh, role from him. Um, but then you, you know you're, you're taking out a, a, um, a recognised midfield player to do that to push him on. So do, what do you do? do? Do you take him out? Do you take this? What, what, what's your... Well, you have to find out who is going to be the person doing it. And at the moment, it's Stephen Davis. Yeah, but everybody's, but... everybody's criticised you. I, I think sometimes... But do, do you take him out then? Yeah. No, I think sometimes... But we can't. It, yeah. It's up to Stephen Davis. Here's what Stephen Davis said last night after the defeat. He said, yeah. I still believe in this squad. So I still believe we've got some real quality players within there. Obviously, conference has been hit. Um, you go through these periods in your, your career... Um, it's a really difficult moment, but as I say, we're sticking together. You make sure you do the basics right first and foremost in terms of your hard work, your application, um, which they have been doing. And yeah, it's just important we continue with that there. And things things will turn um, because I believe in the qualities in, in the squad. We'll get players back as well, which will obviously help. Um, and yeah, it's important. The most important thing is right now is, is us being as a group together. Craig Moore. What would you say? Well, to I was just going to. I mean, I would say to George, and and, and I, I, I get like I says, I get the situation. I've been through a tough situation. I think the problem is at the moment at Rangers is there's there's a group of players that, that are that are struggling with confidence, performance, all those kind of things. I I think there comes a time um, where where sometimes you need to protect a player, right? And and that 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 may be. It's not all of a sudden you know like here James Tavernier, you're captain, uh, you're no longer captain. But you've you've got a you've signed Sterling, right? Tavernier normally. Sometimes you've still doesn't matter who, because let's remember 
nobody is bigger than a football club. Mm. It's about the team. Mm. It's about the team. Yep. Sometimes I think you can protect the player and that may mean you're not involved this weekend. Mm. Spend a bit of time with outside of the train and all that, get your head dry. Blah, blah. Like, I, I just think that we don't do enough of that um, at this moment in time. Because, like I said, Sterling can go and he can play at right fullback. There's absolutely no doubt about that. You can make changes. You can have Suter that could come in for Goldson. Yeah. There's loads of things you can do. Davo's job is, between now and Sunday, is he willing to, 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 to make those kind of decisions? Not willing. Is he brave enough? Well, and brave enough. And you must... There's, for me, the title is not over. So Rangers need mm. to go and win that game on Sunday. It's really, really important. George, listen, thanks for calling. Thanks, what we're, cheers. What we're not talking about is who is going to be the new manager because this is all tinkering while Rome burns. Because <laughs> yeah. that, you know, that is what's going to make the difference if it is. But you know if I was going in yeah. at Rangers, Paul, right? Have to go to the news. Completely. Yeah. You know if I was going in at <laughs> Rangers. You're often one. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what, if I what was going do? at Rangers, I'd, yeah. have a, I'd have a chat with um, Tavernier and say, you've got to up your game, son. You're under pressure. You've got to up your game. Do what you used to do for us. Get forward. Defend. Defend better. You've got great quality. Have a word with him. Perhaps nobody's um, nobody's telling him that he's on the nightmare apart from the crowd. One more hour. John Hartson's here. So too is Craig Moore. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. A tailored service where each code is created with the best products and a fair price, no upfront costs. Let's go! Looking to reduce your energy bills? Global Eco Energy install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers with a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage and air source heat pumps. We offer bespoke solutions for a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk and quote Solar 10 for 10% off your installation. Available until 30th September 2023. Yeah, listen, I think playing Kilmarnock were in a totally different place to what we were when we played in the Cup game, uh, with the greatest respect. Uh, 24 hours, you, you're disappointed. Basically, it was, a, it was a great night for us and we looked like we were going to get something from the game. And, and win the game. It didn't happen. And but this is this is football. You know, you have to, uh, especially when you're a big club, you're playing lots of games. You have to analyse. And after 24 hours, you got to to move on. And and that's the strength of this group. You know, we've had one or two little upsets. You know, in, in this early part of the season. But the players have responded brilliantly. And we'll we'll get going again tomorrow. They'll recover if, after a few days. And. Uh, We'll be ready to go again on Saturday with a big attitude and energy in the game. Well, you know the voice, Brendan Rogers. there. Celtic up against Kilmarnock, three o'clock tomorrow. Dundee against Ross County. Hearts against Hibs. It's the old Ricky Derby. And Livingston against Motherwell. And then on Sunday, St Mirren against Rangers. And Aberdeen, St Johnson. Why the Edinburgh Derby isn't on the telly, mm. I haven't a clue. Let's go on the lines and some great games in the Championship and the first and second as well. Aberdeen, a draw last night. They got a late, late goal. Mm. Mayofsky, they had 17 attempts on goal and just that one goal. Mm. And Helsinki, one attempt and one goal. And so it was one, a good one. goal. A good, a good goal. goal. Yeah, it's one Southern. of them, yep. Paul, where sometimes if you don't beat Helsinki at yep. home, you're a little bit oh, worried sure. how, yep. how much. But you know what? Having, having thumped them... Yep. Last night, and Aberdeen should have scored more goals. Seventeen Duke attempts. Duke had a great chance I, towards I, the end of yeah, the game, and I, I don't think they'd be overly concerned about going to Helsinki and getting a result. Celtic were so close to getting a result the other night, but they didn't. They got no points. Two-one right at the end. 
on the line now is a big Celtic fan, Kevin. Good evening, Kevin. How you doing? You all right? Yeah. Hi, Kevin. Kevin. Sorry, 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 I was talking my phone there. Uh, how you doing? Yeah. Uh, aye, that was, I think, I would sort of good day once. After seeing, after watching, I actually know how Motherwell fans must feel now. Yeah. Because that's what's just happened to us, basically, on uh, uh, during the week. But I think... I don't know, man. I was I was saying to the producer, I just wanted to get John's opinion, really, because yeah, go on, Kev. Like, what, 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 what do we need today to get out of the line here? Because really, I, as a Celtic fan, I can't criticise Celtic too much for how we performed in Holland against the Dutch champions. I thought we were probably the better side up until that free kick. A mistake would be Hugo and Joe Hart. Um, but apart from that, you can't really criticise the team, especially when we do the ten and nine and ten men. Yeah, <clears throat> wasn't that bad? And then you go to Lazio. You get Lazio at home, and I know they've not had a great start to the season, right? But that team's worth about four times as much as our side. Yeah, and they've came to Celtic Park and we battered them for ninety minutes, mm. and they've stole one right to the end. Um, and it's just like again, you can't really can't be overcritical because the, the actual overall performance in uh, ninety minutes was actually no too bad. Yeah, so it's just it's just I can't believe we're sitting here with eight points, John. It's just I can't. I'm yeah. scratching my thinking, what do we need today? Because I was on last week and I said uh, to Paul Curry and the other guys that were yep. on, we need, to, we need to win two or three home games. We must win two or three. Mm. We need to beat the Dutch champions and we need to beat Atletico Madrid because it's asking a lot to get in the air in Spain. And we could probably next time in Italy, but they could improve a lot by the, by the time we play them. So, what do we need to do, John? Well, certainly we need to beat. Um, we need to. We need to get six points, Kevin, because realistically we're playing for third place now, yeah. right? You can't afford to lose your first two games, um, and third place on the back of losing the first two games would be a huge success. Now, it would be. It would be bouncing back, and uh, so tough games. I think Atletico Madrid are the best team in the group. Um, they battered. Um, Feyenoord the other night um, we got them now back to back oh Feyenoord scored two goals Atletico Madrid yeah. scored scored four um, we got Atletico Madrid back to back I think the home game in in two or three weeks time um, it'll be similar to the Lazio game I think we'll have chances we'll have the ball the crowd will push us on uh, we'll, we'll be enthusiastic we'll get the momentum up like the other night, and we've got to try and get something, preferably a win. I thought we did everything the other night. I'm not too sure in Feyenoord. I thought we were very comfortable in the first half. First half especially. But a, yeah. but a Joe Hart, um, a mistake from the goalkeeper, who's, who's, uh, who's a very good goalkeeper, who's been really good for Celtic since he's come in. And then the second half is a non-entity. You know, you, you go down to nine men, you can't, you can't win. Difficult enough for 10 men. but So how are you going to change it? I think it's what he's asking. Kevin St. John, he was there, he's gutted, he can't believe it. There's improvement, it's much better than it was. Still no points. What do you see? What can Celtic do to start to get points? Stop conceding set pieces. That's first and foremost. Good Defend point, yeah. strongly. Yeah. The other night we conceded another set piece, having gone in front. We do brilliant, we go in front, and then all of a sudden... Um, we can see the set piece again from a corner. I know we don't have a lot of height in the team. When that ball comes in, um, Luis Alberto, brilliant delivery into the box. 
It's the second ball. It's not yeah. the issue the first one. It's reacting to the second one. Um, so we have to defend properly. That goes without saying. And I just think sometimes when you go 1-0 up, you've got to try and go for the juggler. You've got to try and go and get two. A lot easier said than done, Kevin. And listen, it's not a magic wand. You know, you said about uh, you said about Lazio. You know, they 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 got forty odd million pounds worth of players. <laughs> Almost all the big teams in Europe that we play can monster Celtic's budget. You know, and and what they have and what they've spent and these type of things. I've ever not got a bad him, John. We, we yeah. battered Lazio, man. We, we like, battered them. I'm, I'm, I'm like totally bad, with bad you, mate. That, you know what I mean? I'm totally yeah. with you, I, and I think it was a real sucker punch towards the end. In all fairness, we were positive. We got on the front foot. It was real backs to the wall stuff for Lazio. We were so much better than them in the second half. And then we try to maybe go for the winner. And you've got to give the boys a bit of credit for that. All right, it's a little bit naive. Go and if you don't, if you if you can't sort of win it then you make sure you don't lose it and, and you take a point away from the game. And everyone is giving them credit. But Kevin, where do you want to see the improvements then? Well, I think, I'll say to the producer, I know it's easier said than done, mm. but we must, we, we, it's probably too late now, but Kyogo needs support because if something happens to Kyogo, I, yeah. I, I, I dread to think what's got to happen to us overall because yeah. I'm not saying O's a bad player. He isn't a bad player. He's a decent, he's a decent young talent, um, but he's just no, he's just not at that level where he could come in and go like Jack and Marcus. He's no, he's not really, he's not really going to come in. You're going to go right. I, he, he, he's going to come in and score goals. You wouldn't be overconfident that that's going to happen. And I just think John's touching on there. I just think. This defensive and centre-piece centre piece issue, sorry, centre-piece, set-piece issue yeah. has been haunting us for years. I mean, yeah. see when the big man was at Celtic, John, how many how many goals did we concede for corners? Hardly, yeah. you could count me in one horn, how many? Well, we, 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 we were different, diff, different types then, you know, we had the likes of, the likes of Stan Varga, Yuan Mialbi, players who actually wanted to go and head the ball. Bobo players, Baldi. Bobo yeah, Baldi. Players, Play, players took responsibility in in making sure that we we um, we used to defend in uh, we defended areas zonal mm. marking. And if anybody came into your zone, and if they scored a goal, you wouldn't yeah. want to go in half Simon face yeah. Martin O'Neill. And you were giants compared to Rangers. Barry said this as well, Craig. You are tall. Um, you think you think for a yeah, central I, defender? Yeah, but do you know what I mean. That Celtic team yeah. had real presence. They had a physical presence. Yeah, um, and and that's one thing that when you look at Celtic <laughs> now, there 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 isn't that real physical no. presence because they've gone to a more dynamic uh, style of play. But but I th- I would say look Celtic Celtic's uh, match the other night. Apart from maybe taking goals and putting the game beyond it's doubt, good, yeah. um, I mean I think it's hard. Even as you know, if you if you support Celtic to be critical, of, nobody will be criti- critical of the performance because no. the performance was a very very good one. What happens in Europe? I've been involved in results like it where you've gone and you've given a team an absolute tonkin, or or, you, or you've been the better team and you haven't taken your chances. They go out the park and score one because that's what they do at that level, and and that's kind of what um, was was Celtic's punishment the the other night. My concern, my my concern for Celtic is. Uh, in terms of yeah, Kyogo, uh, if he if he's out, then then, yeah. then they would struggle. And there's been the shoulder problem. And yeah. progression, progression yeah. for this football club is to perform better in Europe. And in years to come, people won't go, oh, they played great that night. They'll look at 
did they get through the group or did they not? They're in a huge doubt to get out of that uh, group again. I think yep. as well, you, you always need a little bit of luck. All right, you need a little bit of luck. The ball comes across, Palmer comes off the bench and um, Maeda doesn't really have to touch it. He doesn't really yeah. see Palmer behind yeah. him. It's the slightest of touches. Palmer doesn't know. The defenders don't know. Uh, and all of a sudden, Palmer cuts inside. Brilliant finish. Puts us 2-1 up. Next thing, we get pulled up. That's it's VAR. Can't do anything about that. It is what it is. The goal uh, didn't stand. It wasn't meant to stand anyway because uh, Maeda had got the little touch. So you always need that little bit of luck as well during games. Uh, you know, a, a goalkeeper to, yeah. to produce brilliant saves. Um, we had a brilliant start in the game, Kevin, uh, and we yep. came out in the second half. We reacted brilliantly. But as you said earlier on, and I think the signings that we've made, Palmer looks a good player. We talk about Jota Aye. replacing Jota. But, there's yeah. no, you know, we, we got a bit of luck with Jota because the recruitment did brilliant. We came in from Benfica on loan. He does so well for us. He absolutely embraces the Scottish League. Does brilliant, 20-odd goals. And then we have to pay £8 million for him, whatever. They don't yeah, come around very often, sure. the Jotters. So they're hard to replace. But I do think Yang, I think Home is a decent player. They're all young, you know, they're all in the making type of thing. But I do think Palmer now, you've shown enough for me, Kevin. I don't know what you think, but I do think okay. Palmer, I think he needs a little bit of a run in the side. I think he would come good, John. I was saying that to the producer. I think one name that Nunnies have mentioned yet is Abada. We're really missing Abada. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Lewis mm -hmm. Palmer will do brilliant for us, but Celtic could do well. John, you, you caught us an arm and a leg when you signed for us, but mm. we're needing a John Hartson type player. We did have one in Jackie Marcus. Yep. Let him go. But we need that big, solid number 10. John Hartson's done Celtic. fall off trees, <laughs> though, you know. You, know, you can't pick them off trees, Kev. <laughs> fall out uh, of trees. That, that must be some branch up there, John. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, listen, before you go, this is Brendan Rogers speaking today about the game with Kilmarnock. Yeah, yeah, I just think that we're a, you know, a different team, a different mentality. From that, from that moment, so um, lots of new players were bedding in there at that time. And but Kilmarnock, they deserve to win it. So, uh, so like I said, we've we've learned from that, moved on. And uh, but now we have to uh, show that ruthless and relentless mentality to uh, to get the three points at the weekend. Kevin, will you be at the match tomorrow? And what are you going to see? I'll not be at the match tomorrow. I know I'm working tomorrow, but um, it's a, listen. It's a must-win game. But as Brendan says, we're a, we're a much-changed uh, side. I think we will definitely. I think we'll definitely win the game, and uh, just to get my tuppence worth in, I think I don't. I don't. I, I, I wouldn't be too confident in Rangers getting a winner in Paisley. So hopefully we can snatch a lead. Actually, that's a question, boys. Actually, just before I go, do do you think St. Mirren will hold out and challenge us all the way for first place, or do you think they'll fall away and just finish for second? Well, no, Kevin's, I, I, I think Kevin's thoroughly <laughs> enjoying the the platform. I think I think certainly Kevin will go away. Um, and and I think it, it would be an absolute travesty. I, I think for anybody to finish second above Rangers with the budget and and everything else. So I think it'll be Celtic Rangers, Saint Mirren. I think might get third um, in the league overall at the end of the season. Well, I don't know. You got Aberdeen, you got Hearts. Yeah. I think that will come good yeah. and Hems do better. Motherwell well. are yeah. doing very well, but 
listen, or Steve, the well, exactly. Stevie yeah. Robinson is doing a fine job there. Kev, job. The Kevin's enjoying his so moment. So I don't there. think they'll yeah. stay there, Kev. That's All the right. answer to your question. What do you Ke- think, G- uh, Craig? Uh, I, I just John's taking over here. Ke- so, Kevin yeah. was having a little bit of fun yeah. with the Celtic commander game, and then wanted to jump into the Samir and Rangers one. Honestly, the Celtic will win, and I think Rangers. We're going to do that later in the program. So Kevin thinks Rangers can win the league. Kev, I'm going to fade you down. He's gone now. Kevin's gone, John. When you're enjoying that moment uh, just too much about John he's like he's not happy tonight he's got a bit of an uh, edge to John tonight I yeah. think he's, on, he's uh, I think he's <laughs> loving it I'm, yeah. I'm calm as a cucumber <laughs> <laughs> alright Kevin thanks for calling 0808 17 17 700 lots of calls coming in lots of comments who's going to be the new Rangers manager Craig Moore any word in the last half hour or so uh, who it might be so we talked about Kevin Muscat yes we yeah. have we talked about Frank Lampard and we're just looking at the socials here at Go Football well, Show got, most you, people are I would say it's 60-40 maybe 70-30 saying not Frank Lampard they, they like him we know he's been up to see Rangers Unless he brings his boots and turns the clock back 10 years, <laughs> well, some player, he's he? not in. Oh, what a player. Uh, he, he was some player. Um, and actually, Derek earlier on, he did make a great point. Stephen Gerrard got two years winning nada. And then in year three, he won the title by yes. 25 points. Yeah. Stopped the 10 in a row. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to get that time. You know, look, look at Stephen Davis last night. I know it's only interim, yeah. but they're already saying, "Look, you need to get bring in an Alec McLeish, a Graham Sunnis." Yeah, yeah. Well, you, I think, I, and you can understand why, Paul, because yeah. obviously the things ha- hadn't been going well, and then you know, I think naturally people think that there was a little bit of time before the international break, get to work and and, and put someone in place for that. Now, I think that's just been heightened in in, in regards to last night's performance and 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 result that clearly. The interim side of things with, with, with Steve Davis and his team uh, is going to be really, really difficult um, to to be anything longer than this game on Sunday against St Mirren, uh, which is a very, very important game for Rangers. Well, I played with it Frank. sure is, yeah. I, I played with Frank as a young kid at West at uh, West Ham. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. You know, he was real fun. And Joe Cole, Jermaine yep. Defoe, um, Michael Carrick, these type of players coming through. What a, what a galaxy a of stars. You, all, you always knew as a young player that you used to sort of break, gamble, get in the box, yep. make runs in between defenders. And he went on to become an absolute, you know, to over 200 goals from midfield for Chelsea. It's, it's freakish, really, to score that many goals. Freakish is a great word. From, from yeah. midfield, yeah. by the way. Yeah. But um, What's he like as a guy? Lovely guy. Yep. Humble, mm-hmm. very very down to earth. He, he's kept grounded. He lost his mum uh, a good few years ago, which took a lot out of him. But yeah. his dad's always been there with him. Frank Senior. Mm-hmm. Frank was a coach at West Ham. I know, Ham. I remember the name. Yeah, of course. Yeah. For West Ham as well, part of the team that won the FA Cup. And a great wife, Christine, who's seen the telly. She's great with my mate Ross yeah, in the morning. Ross yeah, listens yeah, at the moment yeah, in LA. Yeah. He's listening. I think uh, he would be, I don't know what he is thinking. Got a but, name yeah. drop, Paul. No, it's just, well, <laughs> no he, is, he is listening, John. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, you've yes. just given us yeah. Lampard. Yeah, but I'm talking What's, what's he like? As, what do you think John though he's like as a coach as a manager because that's what that's what he's been linked to the club for he did okay at Derby didn't he and then he probably went into Chelsea probably too early but he was always going to take it because he's a legend you get offered the job yeah, you, yeah, know, you, you're going to take it didn't quite work out as well as as he wanted it to mm-hmm. and I think he's actively looking to get back into football whether or not that comes at Rangers I don't know. My, my choice would be Derek McInnes, as I've alluded to yeah. several times tonight. Craig, what's Kevin Muscat like as a person? As a person, yeah. Oh. That was good insight from yeah, John. There. Yeah, no, he, like, look, he's a he's a great guy. He's one of those ones where um, he doesn't forget people. Uh, very, very humble. Um, 
Just he's just great. He just reads the room very, very well. Um, like I says, I, I, I always say that I'm biased because we, we've enjoyed many, many a great time over the, the thirty odd years that we've known each other. Um, so no, no, look, a fantastic guy. He's honest. He's hard work, and everything he's got in the game, he's 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 earned because he's worked extremely hard. John, did you play against him? Because he was against him, yeah, a couple of times. I he think, was tough, think, wasn't he? I, I think Craig got his aggressiveness from <laughs> Kevin Muscat. He was. Um, but Kevin was a he was a wholehearted player, yeah. full-blooded mm. player, you know. Um, and Craig obviously was the same. But uh, you know, Craig's w- wanting Kevin Muscat to to uh, possibly become the next Rangers manager because he's worked with him, manager. He knows what a great job he's doing in Japan. Mm. Um, I just think he's a genuine candidate and he's an ex-player you know he will know what it's about I think being an ex-player I think it gives you half a chance because you know the expectations you know the crowd you've played there you've experienced it you know so when you're a bit more of an outsider it doesn't Mm. always make the difference but I think it does make a little bit of a difference Ange Postacoglu you've seen it you've been there I know know Ange Ange had a bit more experience though hasn't he sure for sure and Derek McInnes we all feel we know him he was a great competitor at Rangers absolutely absolutely Uh, Dell's done a great job mm. a a great job obviously at Aberdeen in Mm. particular Paul sorry to cut you you sure that Kilmarnock got off to a a great start this season well it looked as though they weren't going to come up the season before correct Yes, yeah, so he's brought him promotion. Yeah. Um, look, Derek, Derek's done well. He's obviously, uh, you know, his hands are tied at Kilmarnock because of the budget um, and, and therefore the players that he's able to, to access. But Derek's teams are, are always well organised. Um, they're always hard to beat. And mm. uh, there's no doubt about that. Does he know about the football club? You're damn right, he does. Yeah. He, he yeah. loves the football club. So I can understand in terms of the the, the, the local yeah. names that would be thrown about. Derek is is head and shoulders above anything else locally. I'll make a point as well about Derek McInnes okay. and former Rangers players. Yeah. They'll be seething and they'll also be disappointed at the same time with the way things are going right now at Rangers. People like Derek McInnes and Sunas, and you mentioned mm. these other guys. Um, Muscat, they'll be wanting to get in there and change things around mm-hmm. and, and, and take responsibility and try and make a difference. They'll be watching the situation at the minute as former players and they'll be thinking, I can't believe what's happening to my former mm-hmm. club. Huge weekend coming up for everybody, not least St Mirren, second top of the table up against Rangers. Uh, and what about Motherwell as well? They've been in a great run, but it's been tough. They felt disappointed that that's not that long ago, isn't mm-hmm. it? That the, the Motherwell-Rangers game seemed a while ago where Rangers-Motherwell. So they tomorrow go to Livingston looking for the points to stay well in the chase. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. A tailored service where each code is created with the best products and a fair price, no upfront costs. Let's go! Thanks to Rebecca for the business news there and for Chris for the traffic and travel. It's Paul Cooney, Craig Moore, John Hartson. Lots of calls coming in. 0808 17 17 700 ahead of the big games tomorrow. Celtic, Kilmarnock, Dundee, Ross County, Hearts, Hibs, and Livingston against Motherwell and a big Motherwell fan and a great Scottish football fan on the line now we know you well Stephen Reside good evening Stephen Hi guys how are we doing we alright Hi Stephen, yeah. Stephen I think they're lively tonight here mm. Big John's winding me up and it's working it keeps, I'm, I'm it enjoying name it. dropping Stephen uh, stop you know. it. I'm going to fade you, you down proper big names like yourself Stephen <laughs> Stephen uh, the biggest name in the world exactly you go, you're spot on exactly Stephen where do you want to start because you've been in touch actually about an idea for reconstruction given that since the sponsorship will be up at the end of the season, which is a real shame, unless they can get a bigger one. But I think it's led you to think about potentially changing the setup. 
Yeah, so there's currently 42 teams between the Premiership and League 2. Mm-hmm. I know that people argue there's too many teams already, but I'd actually like to up it to 48, promoting three teams for the Highland League and three teams for the Lowland League, and then make it three leagues of 16. You play each team twice, mm-hmm. and then you still do the split, top eight, bottom eight, meaning you'll, you've got 37 games a, se- a season. Right. I'd have the bottom two delegated, with third bottom in each league going into a playoff with third, fourth and fifth uh, from the week below. I just think it would be much more attractive for the fan. And I just look at the way the Dutch league's been marketed. I mean, they've just signed a £130 million euro deal. Yet we sit here um, and we're losing our sponsorship. I just think we market our game so wrong. And it's just it's such a frustration for me. Craig, first of all, what would you say? So up it from 42 teams to 48. 48 yeah, yeah, I understand. Three, three divisions. Sure. Uh, yeah. 16, 16 a pop. I understand yeah. the, 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 the setup and the structure. Look, it's always, it's always difficult when you're talking about restructuring leagues and the setup and all that sort of stuff. But at the same time, I'm never for, uh, really for or against in, in terms of until you dig deep into it. You know, if, and the, as long as there's still the, the the promotion side of things and the relegation, because there's always for me got to be something at stake. You know, success yep. must be rewarded, mm. and if you're not good enough, there needs to be uh, you know the relegation in place. Um, can you bring back? You've still got the kind of final series, or in terms of the split, Stephen, as as you touch on, which is which is great because it's not a a, a big change from what's already in place. Mm. And then it's just about how you can kind of, um, I, I guess, re-engage with, with supporter bases to make it uh, an excitable product. Um, Australia, America is slightly different mm. because there is no relegation. That's right. America right? hates relegation, yeah, doesn't is, it? Then, then America's got two conferences, yeah. Yeah. East, East, West, um, but it's big on final series, razzmatazz of this this final series. So that's why there's still mm. interest in the, the media and, and the money's thrown, thrown at it. Do we here in Scotland, Stephen, market our game in the best possible way to maximise the, uh, the money? Clearly we don't. No. Stephen, can, can I ask sure. you a question before I throw it to John? So, for example, say I'm at Ross County mm-hmm. in, in the Premiership just now. Um, would I only have two games against Celtic, two games against Rangers after the split? No, if, yeah. they, if they finish in the bottom eight, then yeah. Then yeah. And I know the impact that that would have financially. Yeah. But I think from a supporter's point of view, I think that the attendances would increase. I really do. Um, because I just think it's it's awfully boring mm-hmm. playing teams three or four times a season. It's just, it feels very mundane to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it would be a lot better knowing if you were only maybe going to that ground once a season. Mm-hmm. You'd make more of a day of it. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying that my proposal is the answer, but what I'm saying is something needs to be done. This is just something that I've thought up in my head. John, you loved your time in Scottish football. Did did it become a bit the same though when you're playing? You know, I'm quite. I'm quite. um, I've got no problem with with change. I think it's good to make a change sometimes in the in the format. The one thing I, I would like to happen is. If you win, if you win and finish second in the championship, I'd like both clubs to come up, and I'd like the bottom two teams yeah. um, from the Premiership to go down, because sometimes I think I think when I was at Livingston uh, coaching with David Hopkin, mm-hmm. I think we had to play 
four games and there's a system where third have to, play, have to play six games. You've just had a long old season and you've got to play six games at the end of it to get promoted. Straight two down, two down from the Premiership, two up from the Championship. Vice versa in the in the first division and the second division. Yeah. That's what I like um, in terms of that because you've had a long season and you've got to almost go again, you know, um, and why not? Why have the playoff system? Just make it two up, two down. And your point about bringing more teams into the SPFL is probably a good one mm-hmm. and worthy of consideration because there are more teams now, aren't there, who are more professional. There's more money at the lower reaches of the game, Stephen, that have improved. I just, yeah. I just go as far down as the West of Scotland Premier League and I see quite sides like Pollock, Clyde Bank, yeah. who clan bases and I think they would. we need to be able to open the game to these clubs and make it easier for clubs to get into the system between mm-hmm. League 2 and the Premiership but the problem for me is that all the and by the way before I say this the clubs that are voting to keep against it are well within the rights to protect themselves Yes. but there's too many clubs that won't vote it through because if they get relegated, they won't get back up. Well, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, turkeys and Christmas. Nah, yeah. Yeah, it is, and it's an interesting one as well. And 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 Stephen, so again, it'd be slightly different to Australia, right? Because they, they, it's a it's a franchise, so it's a closed shop, right? Um, but in terms of the Lowland League, Highland League, um, clearly there's some ambitious clubs in there that that you know at times I would say have uh, probably got more resources. Um, and better facilities at times than some of the League Two clubs from yep. from time to mm-hmm. time. What would what, what do you think or what are you hearing in terms of the, the ambition of those clubs? Are they are they, well, are they highly would, motivated to, to to get into the pyramid? There's a lot of clubs down there. Uh, you look at Johnston Butter, for example, who's mm-hmm. thinking Lafferty. I mean, they're yeah, yeah. they're even below some of the the West of Scotland sides. But then you look at sides like East Bright, and I have to say, I think. Uh, Mick Kennedy and Cy Kenny, who you guys know well, are yeah. doing a great job there at the moment. And there's there's ambition from the clubs, but also what I will say is there's some quality in the weeks in terms of absolutely, in terms of yeah, absolutely. I've no and doubt about that. They do a great East Kilbride. I know the owners very well. Uh, yeah. and they, they back their managers. They change their managers. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. they give them some money to go and buy players, give themselves a chance, and they're coming. They're coming up. They've got big ambitions for these Kilbride. Graham Dorns, he's a and can I tell you as well. well yeah. What the competition that proves it is the Scottish Cup. Yeah. The amount of results that you've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And these sides will continue to beat League Two and League One sides. It will continue to happen. Darvo would because never beat Aberdeen. That would never happen. <laughs> that was unbelievable, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Stephen. Um, are you putting that out there as well? You're talking about it here. Have you gone to your own club, first of all, to Motherwell? I've not went directly to Motherwell with it, no, because mm. I don't think I'm in a position to, to change anything in terms of structure, but I just mm. think it's a conversation that needs to be had. Yeah, it's a good conversation. And, and yeah. the, perfect, the perfect time to do it was after the pandemic. It was the perfect time to freshen things up and we bottled it. We bottled it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that we're underselling our game massively at the minute. I think everyone so, agrees. You know, Stephen, that, what, uh, yeah. while you're on, mate, how um, Motherwell yeah. going okay, aren't they? Stuart Kettlewell, are you happy? Uh, I'm buzzing. And John, uh, you're the Celtic man yourself. It's the lowest I've ever been coming out of a football game last week. 
Yeah, I, yeah. Honestly, I do not know how we've come away from that game taking nothing mm. but I know, listen, I open. felt the same mm. on Wednesday night there, pal, so I know exactly how you're feeling. Tell us two minutes earlier, what was it like for you when you got the equaliser? See, you shouldn't celebrate oh. too early, Stephen. <laughs> That's what they say. Uh, next caller, Lewis Palmer. <laughs> no, that's not funny. Now, Stephen, tell us about that moment then, the goal. So, obviously, I'm having a bit of banter with the Celtic fans and we equalise to do it again. And then, 30 seconds later, they're all on the pitch in front of me, the disabled yeah, platform yeah. giving me a tight listen. I've got no issues with that. Um, that's why he says what Celtic win leaks, because they keep going. And... I just feel so sorry for their players because the last three games they've put everything into St Mirren, Rangers and Celtic and we've came away with nothing. Um, but in terms of in terms of how we're playing, absolutely fantastic. I could not be happier as a fan right now and that's off the back of three straight repeats. And what about tomorrow? Because actually John said during the break Mother will need to do it against clubs like Livingston away from home. He's absolutely spot on. I mean, it's all well and good playing well, but you need to put the points on the board to yeah. get yourself up the league, don't you? Um, everybody's been talking about Lennon Miller, mm-hmm. and rightly so, but there's one player that I want to highlight that I think has been outstanding, and that's Harry Payton. Yeah. Harry Payton mm-hmm. has been tremendous. I thought he was the best player on the pitch against Celtic. He mm-hmm. just he disrupted so many of the, the attacks in it. And what he does is he allows us to get the ball to players like Flattery and Spittle who can go and create. But it'll go unnoticed with most people, but I'm glad it hasn't went unnoticed with the Canadian national team and he's now, yeah. he's now back in that squad. Mm-hmm. It's great news, isn't it? That he's in the squad there. And John, that's brilliant to point out players are underrated and, yeah. and they don't get the highlights. No, spot on, but he's obviously performing for Motherwell. Yep. And he's certainly uh, recognised by, I don't watch Motherwell every week, no disrespect, but obviously um, they're going really well. I like Stuart Kettlewell. Mm. I spoke to him a few times um, during the last couple of years, even when he was up at Ross County as well. Um, and he's doing a great job there, Paul. He really is. What's the scoreline tomorrow, Craig, on this one? Let's do it. Well, You've gone for it now? Uh, well, yeah, I think well, Stephen's here. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's not hide. Listen, yeah. I'm, I'm going to disappoint. <laughs> I'm going to disappoint Stephen. Sorry. Yeah, Motherwell have been unbelievable. Oh. They have been unbelievable. Yeah. And and the problem season in, season out for Motherwell, for St Mirren's and lots of stuff is the consistency throughout the whole of the season. Therefore, there is normally a little dip. I, th- I think against Livingston on a pitch that a lot of teams struggle on, I'm going to, sorry, mate, go for a Livingston home win over Motherwell. Stephen, what would, you, what, what would an Australian know about this? But what do you feel tomorrow before we go to John? I actually think it will be our worst performance in four weeks, but that's just because of how good we played the previous three. And I still think we'll, nick, I think we'll just nick it with a set piece or something, 1-0. One 1-0. Nil. One nil. Well, I hate to go against Craig. <laughs> um, but you will. <laughs> so, why are you smiling for? I think, Stephen, on the back of your last three defeats, St Mirren, Rangers and Celtic, I think you'll take confidence because they've been very tight games. I think you'll take a little bit of momentum, that good play, and I think you'll turn Livingston over tomorrow um, because you're playing very, very well and you've had a week to prepare for the game. So I fancy you to win tomorrow, Paul. There you are, Stephen. Yeah, let's hope so. Can I just say before I go, I had a fantastic day today. I was at the Crown Plaza 
Uh, oh, boys charity yeah. event and they've raised, they've raised 48,000 pounds for that charity today so oh, it's a record high for them so magnificent brilliant. how good was it Jim was Fantastic, on so yes. Barry how was Barry uh, he's a bit gutted in there ain't he but we know why so, <laughs> of course uh, no listen Barry Barry was Barry was tremendous it was good to, to finally yeah. meet him in the flesh um, but I and Dean Saunders, he's, he's really funny. What a player he was, Welsh oh, international. Hilarious, Paul. Yeah. So funny. Was Somebody he giving you the Bobby Gould stuff? Uh, no, he was telling us about Ron Atkinson. Um, but <laughs> hilarious. Could you get Absolutely. him off the stage, Stephen? <laughs> Eventually, I do. Yeah, Eventually, you've got to got get him off, off can you? you? Mark Greedy was on, on as well. On on. Yeah. Big Davy Forsyth was there, Tam, the late great Tam Forsyth boy, he was there. Duncan Spears from Callum's Cabin. I was getting loads of messages. So yeah. sounds like a really and forty eight thousand for Chris Boyd's charity. Super. Isn't that brilliant? Oh. Brilliant. Stephen, thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. No worries, guys. Enjoy your Cheers, Cheers. Cheers. And just as you're going, I'm going to take John Hartson to task. I mean, he says I'm a name dropper. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. And okay. he mentioned Pollock's Ground there, John. And I played there once against oh. George Best. Oh. So, but I never, yeah. well never named, never named. Congratulations, Paul. <laughs> the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy, a tailored service where each code is created with the best products and a fair price, no upfront costs. Let's go. Don't forget on Sunday morning, eleven to twelve, it's the business show, the Go Radio Business Show with Hunter and Hockey. You cannot afford to miss that show and get the download if you miss it if you're out and about um, wherever you get your download get that one get ours too the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy this time last week we were talking about the community sports yes. places closing in North Lanarkshire and that's not the case so well done North Lanarkshire for reversing that decision because the effects and we know things are really tough but mm -hmm. thank you we kicked off the discussion publicly um, Aussie his name was came on challenged us last Friday night yeah. and I think we responded and some of the papers did as well at the weekend had uh, some good articles on it so well done it's good when politicians can say right no we got it yeah. wrong we will find the money yeah. we're keeping the Matt Busby open shots Antonine and what we said at that time Paul as well is to get that kind of result make sure you get along to those facilities and use them <laughs> And that's so true. It's easy for us to talk about it, but if you don't use it, then you will lose it. So, listen, that was good to see it. John Hartson on fire tonight, as is Craig Moore. Craig uh, trying to put out the fires. The Rangers fans can't believe it. How did it get to this? A season that started with such great expectations. I remember the chat in the early summer, you know, the Rangers signings. Yeah. Rangers look better than, I was, than Celtic. I was one of them. Every, everyone does in the close season. You know, you can, you can say anything. I don't know if they look better than Celtic. No, well, they lost yeah. an opening game to yeah. Kilmarnock. What I'm saying, John, is this is before it, before yeah. the games. The Rangers fans were saying, this is going to happen. And look year. at this. Ah, but John, I got 12 again, the last 13 titles. Sometimes it's got, I put my head like, yeah. I got sucked in as well. Yeah. You know, at the start of the season, as, as you know, the Celtic supporters, John, or yourself, you're excited about the season ahead. And you, I, I kind of got, you know, sucked into the, the not in a bad way sucked in, but the excitement for the season, yeah. change, hoping that players can come and hit the ground running, mm. all those kind of things, feeling as if potentially it was it was a stronger squad. But I couldn't have, I can't imagine how it's got to this situation and and, and how how bad it is currently. Uh, Craig, within... Rangers have been there where they've won consecutive titles, three in a row, and of course they did yep. nine in a row. Mm. And when you're riding that crest of a wave and you've got momentum. You know, it takes a lot to, to knock them off the off the top. Yep. It takes an awful mm -hmm. lot. It takes a mm -hmm. good Celtic team, you know, because Rangers will have momentum. They'll have a feel-good factor. The crowd ex expect. 
And it's the same with Celtic now. Mm. It, it's going to take a really good Rangers team to topple them. You know, and that, that's going to yeah. take consistency in their yeah. performances. It's going to take a real good manager yeah. to, to put them in the system. It's going to take better players. And that's true. And that's yeah. what they're trying to find, certainly the manager. Exactly. And so, then the players. You know, who's but, but, I'm, but I'm, yeah. glass, I'm glass half full rather okay. than half empty because as poor as what Rangers have been, seven points is, is, is not the end of a title race, right? And that's when Rangers are at rock, rock bottom. So I know that Celtic squad is going to improve under Brendan and they've got players coming back as well. I get that. I can't see, I can only see improvement uh, for Rangers also when they make changes. No, the most important thing is yeah, that, you're sorry, right. it's not that they get a result Sunday. Yeah, you're, you're, you're right. It's seven points. And, you know, Celtic lose one, Rangers win one. All of a sudden it's four and there's a race on again. But I just think the way both teams have started, then. Almost, you know, a lot of people are thinking Celtic straight away now, back on top, back favourites. That's what people will naturally think that. Rangers went in favourites last night in Limassol, and they did so well two weeks before against Real Betis. But last night they lost 2 1. Afterwards, the interim boss, Steve Davis, he said he's still got belief in his squad. What I've seen in terms of the preparation, um, the effort that they're given, they're all desperate to turn, turn it round. Um, as I say, obviously the confidence has been hit. That's natural. I've been there myself as a player, um, personally, and whenever within the group as well, whenever things aren't going well, um, we know the expectations of the club and we're not standing up to them at this current minute in time. But um, the most important thing is that we do stick together and I believe like whenever... we get everybody playing to, to the ability that they've, they've got, then we'll, we will start to turn. Celtic played the night before. It was uh, it was a cracking game to watch, wasn't it, Craig? John, you were there. You were on the telly. Great job on TNT. I muted that. Yeah. I muted that. <laughs> <laughs> He's winding me up. So afterwards, Brendan Rodgers, it was the cruelest of cruel endings for Celtic, that Pedro goal. Um, so what are the chances of qualifying that coveted third position? Well, I think if you see what we've been right in the games, both games up until that first hour in Feyenoord, we uh, were very competitive and... If we, we make some better decisions, we can uh, we can be in front in the game. So, uh, but we showed that we can compete. I think tonight we're very unfortunate to to lose the game, um, but we showed our fitness and our quality in the second half. We were able to break through and, and play some really good football. But um, but like I said, it's uh, it's a harsh lesson for us to uh, that we had to take. So um, for me, I said at the beginning of this tournament, we're playing against some really good teams, fantastic teams. We we quality. And we're going to be here to compete. And unfortunately, we haven't got certainly tonight what we deserve from from the game. But um, but we'll uh, we'll get ready for the next game and show our our spirit and our and hopefully our quality. And uh, we'll keep fighting in every single game. Let's go through that next game, and it is first in the card tomorrow. Sixty thousand will be there. John Celtic against Kilmarnock. What do you think is going to happen? I think Celtic will win. I think. All that talk about revenge and everything else. Kilmarnock knocked them out of the cup, the League Cup. Um, but I think Celtic will show their quality tomorrow if they can get somewhere near the levels that they were um, against Lazio tonight um, on on the weekend. There, yeah. um, I think they'll be okay. I think there'll be maybe one or two changes. What would to, you change, John? I, I, I'd give I'd give Palmer an opportunity yeah. on the. On the right hand side for Yang, yeah. uh, I'd bring Palmer in certainly. What would you do with Carter Vickers? I'd play Carter Vickers alongside yeah. Liam Scales. Mm -hmm. The back four won't really change in terms of the the, the full backs. 
The midfield, I think, picks itself. I think McGregor, um, Matt O'Reilly, and of course, uh, Hitati. Yeah. I don't think there'll be too many changes. You might see one or two. Cartavica starts, and I think Palmer might come in. Um, that That's how I see it. Hey, John, here's one for you. Um, and for Celtic supporters as well. Cartavica is incredible, great player. Uh, should be playing lots of stuff. If he then comes in and starts in this game, which I think Celtic will win comfortably anyway, does he then get um, into that international break? And is it too early for international games and being involved in a squad going away? How would you feel as a Celtic supporter if he's just come back fit, mm. um, not played loads of minutes? You'd be biting your fingernails, wouldn't you, going mm. away with the international yeah, team scenario? Yeah, yeah, you would. And, and, and... Less, yeah, yeah you know. no, I think yeah. that's. I think that's a great sure. point. Because look at a bad international. He, if he, yeah, but if yeah. if if Brendan Rodgers can have a word, yeah. which they sure. probably already, I would imagine, have. Man yeah. say, look, look, we we pay yep. his wages. Mm. We've worked. Our officials have got him to where he mm. is right now. We really don't want him to go away. We sure. need to look after him. He's our player. Yep. I know the international. They they get yep. they get uh, preference, don't sure. they? Yeah, they do. So, if he yeah. plays, then so, he could yeah, be yeah, a good point. That's a great point, Craig. Shouldn't be USA all the way. The Celtic <laughs> fans. Ah, good point. What's your scoreline tomorrow? <laughs> I'm going to go for 3-0 uh, to Celtic. 3-0 to Celtic. So, and John, scoreline? Yeah, I'll go 3-0. Agree with Craig on that one. Yeah. Um, Dundee against Ross County. Craig, looking at you first then. So, I mean, it's a real scrap there, isn't it? At the other end of the table. Uh, it is yeah. a real scrap. And what I will say about Dundee in, in what I've seen so far this season is they, they tend to keep themselves in a football match, which gives them every chance. I think at home against Ross County, who, uh, you know, again, will be very, very honest. Uh, but I just feel as if Dundee can shade this one. A close game, 1-0 Dundee. 1-0 Dundee. John, what do you I, feel? I, I agree. I think, yeah. listen, Dundee and Ross County are both on seven points. Either team win, they can go up to fifth on ten points, yeah. where Motherwell mm -hmm. currently are. I know you've got to take into account the other teams will sure. win above them. Mm. But I, I do think... Um, this early in the season, I fancy Dundee as well. You know, I fancy Dundee. I'll, I'll go 2-0 Dundee. 2-0 Dundee. Exec producer James is always on it. He's given me not the squad for the USA, the roster for the, the roster. games coming up. Good. And on the roster is Cameron Carter-Vickers. So in. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, so Malik Tillman as well, just by the way. Mm. Uh, Tim Way, there's quite a few names there. Right, back to, we've only got a few minutes left on the programme tonight. So... Hearts Hibs the Derby, Craig. Ooh. What are you thinking? Hearts have got a great record at home to Hibs overall, but you're uh, adopted Aussie Nick Montgomery. Yeah, takes look, Hibs look, there. I've, I've obviously. Oh, he's going to go Hibs. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I am going to go Hibs. Why? I, 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 yeah. just, I just think that they're going to they're they're, they're going to go and they're going to play ultra attacking football. Yeah. I know Hearts are like that at home as yeah. well. I think Montgomery's come in and done not a bad mm. job. He won't be he won't be fearing this match. Uh, I think that Hibs have got some some great. Uh, attacking players that have got pace, you know, Martin Boyle, obviously Yuan, uh, I, I think people that can threaten. I'm going to go Hibs. Scoreline? 3-2. Uh, what's a good game. That? Should be live in the Hearts telly. seem to have shot up the table. They have, haven't they? Overnight, yeah. almost. Yeah. Um, what do you think, John? Stephen Naismith, I yeah. think Hearts, the fans will be at it and the, the, the travelling Hibs fans will mm -hmm. as well. Tyne Castle, I'm going to go for a home win. Hearts, 2-1. Okay, Hearts 2-1. So you gave us the Livy Motherwell verdicts from both of you. What about, let's go Aberdeen St. Johnson first. So Aberdeen unlucky last night. They yeah. did get a point. They're first in, is that 16 years uh, in Europe? Yeah. It's been a long time. It's wow. either 6 or 16. Yeah. Um, That's their favourites, Aberdeen. Yeah. So Aberdeen, you think, against St. Johnson, massively? I do, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't say massively. I'm going to go 3-1. Okay. Oh, yeah. Craig? I'm, I'm going to go for definitely an Aberdeen win. Mm. Uh, I'll, I'll go 2-0. 
And what about St Mirren Rangers? That's oh. quite a game. At the new Love Street, as we call it. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think? John, you go first. Uh, no, John, John Hartson. I'm going to go... Um, I'm going to go for a draw. Mm. I always think, Ranger, nine times out of ten, I will go. Nobody yeah. would have picked Aberdeen on here on that Friday night. No, mm. nobody did. You know, yep. um, but for me, I'm going to go with on the back of our well. St. Mirren will welcome the challenge, by the way, because they will have a look at Rangers and a bit of a low point at the minute, the Aberdeen home game, yep. losing in Europe. And I think for once in a while, St. Mirren might just say, Do you know what, we might have half a chance here on the back of how both teams are going. Yeah. Uh, so I think it'll be a score draw. I'm going to go for wow. one one. Mm-hmm. You know what, Craig? Sunshine <laughs> after it, the rain. It, it's a game that obviously Rangers have to. They have to win. But I've got huge concerns. I've got huge concerns in in this particular match. St Mirren are playing extremely well. It's a home game for them. Rangers need to try and pick themselves up from a very very poor performance. Travelling. I'm, I'm gonna. It's gonna. It pains me to say I'm gonna go a draw as well. You're going for a draw. Yeah. Wow. And the gap would widen. Okay. In the championship, some great games: Queens Park against Morton, Wraith Rovers, Dundee United, Inverness against Partick Thistle. So the Jags v the Jags. Dunfermline against Arbroath, and Airdrie against Air United. And at five thirty tomorrow, match of the day in Division One. Two teams on fire: Falkirk against so. Hamilton Ackies. That'll be some game. Duncan Ferguson as well. Um, yes, yeah, the manager up there. Got a win and start. Yep. Yeah, he did indeed. John, before we go, Chris has been on Twitter. Um, he's saying, look, about Liam Scales. He liked what you were saying earlier on, but could he be cover for Greg Taylor? He feels that he could be even better than Greg Taylor. He's a bit critical of the way Greg Taylor has been. So you could have Phillips and CCV. Could you see that of happening course, at absolutely. times? Absolutely. I've already yep. called for that to yep. happen a few times. Not called for it, but it's no. a possibility and it's yep. an option because he's got the physical presence, uh, Liam Scales, I don't mind Greg Taylor. He gets up no, and no, down. Sure. He's, he's got mm-hmm. better, in my opinion. But listen, Back in the international it's an option squad. for the yeah. manager. It's James Forrest testimonial Sunday night. John, looking forward to that. Um, and a great he's, player. He's, he's, great. Yeah. he's done great over the years, James. He, uh, he's 22 got major medals. Over 100 goals. Amazing, isn't it? Over 100 assists. Yes. Wow. Not many players done What's that. Player? I, knew, I knew, where's that going? Where's yeah. that going? Could he come on and do something <laughs> tomorrow, Craig? How many assists do you get? <laughs> no, mate. I'm just waiting for that, man. There's only a few players that are 100 goals. It's fading your both down. Thanks so much, guys. Lively two hours. On Monday night, Barry Ferguson will be here with Mark Woody and myself, Paul Cooney. Thanks to everyone who's been on this week. Paul. Cheers, Paul. We're back on Monday at five. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. They pride themselves on honesty, integrity, quality and workmanship. Let's go! Looking to reduce your energy bills? Global Eco Energy install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers with a wide range of renewable energy products including solar PV, battery storage and air source heat pumps we offer bespoke solutions for a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options go to global-eco.co.uk and quote Solar 10 for 10% off your installation available until 30th September 2023